This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. 93-7 the ticket veteran and Bill Callahan fan club president, Jake Bakovic. I love Billy. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. Another one. The one. <laughs> and another one. Yet another one here on a Thursday. It is on the block with Stricken Bach here on 93.7 The Ticket. Every day from 4 to 6 here on 93.7 The Ticket. For now. For now. For, for, for now, yeah. For now, yeah. For now. yeah. We'll ch- we might change our mind by the end of the week. We yeah, we, we we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're pliable. Yeah. You know, we don't mind shifting things around. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Been teasing a little bit on that. We're going to keep teasing. Uh, but uh, I wanted to get into uh, plenty of sports talk today. Husker football, of course, uh, is always is on the top of our minds. Um, but we'll jump into that for a second because I thought I saw today, um, and, and we can get to that. Go ahead and get to that now. Um, Adidas, who is Nebraska's brand sponsorship, obviously, is uh, for years have kind of been made fun of to a degree for their. Alternate uniforms. They're not as good as oh, maybe the Nike or the Under oh. ones that we see across yeah. the nation. Um, I so agree. Adidas is kind of at the bottom of that. Nebraska's, of course, have had an alternate uniform, um, seems like every year since 2012. Uh, and uh, we haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything about their alternate uniform this year, who would be against what it's going to look like, all that. Maybe they're skipping it finally. Maybe they're done with that. Um, but I, I thought s- they had the black with the big N in the middle. I thought. Well, did they, they did at one time had the red one with the the red with oh, the b- black in in the middle. Um, they did introduce these black shirt or like a black uniform that I think yeah. that I think that might be like their alternate in general. Okay. I think is what they they said. So I wonder maybe that's why you're not seeing an alternate this year. Um, but I did see that Louisville has an alternate and it's gray. It's like all gray. And people what does the helmet look like? People aren't responding very well to it online. Yeah. I can look at it real quick. A gray, like a shiny gray, silvery looking. Yeah, it's like just real, it, like glow, like you know what I'm saying. It shines yeah. and shimmers. No, I think this is like a, a matte gray. It's not too, uh, not too much shining going on there. I'm trying to look for uh, the exact look of what uh, what their the helmet is actually a shiny red. So that like kind of throws you off. That's a even bit, worse, but. especially when you're talking about a blue blood. Yeah. Well, this is for football. Kentucky Blue? Yeah. Where is it? I well, mean, this is I, Louisville. Oh, that's Louisville. I'm tripping. Yeah. Louisville. Yeah, they're red. Yeah, they're okay, red. Okay, I can, I can understand that. But, but a gray, gray Maddie? Do you like the gray Ooh. uniform? I don't know. I'd have to see Would you it. like that if it came to Nebraska? Because, I mean, uh, it's, it's not one of their base colors. It's I just mean, like, oh, this I, is something I, different. I, that would be different. There's only so much I, you can do, I think. Do, the I Huskers think. Can, can make that twerk. Yeah. Oh, not twerk, but work. <laughs> yeah. Some people might twerk a little bit in it. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, Kelsey says, I could get down with the gray scarlet alternate uniform cool. for the Huskers. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned they have the gray ones for basketball. The, the basketball ones. Uh, yeah, they, they were nice. Yeah. I thought those were pretty cool. But I think Trev wants to move away. He wants to have kind of the standard simplified, look across yeah. all Husker athletics. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's a great idea. Here's the thing that Husker throws basketball. me off, Bach. 
it's the shoes. Like, really? I'm like, okay, you're scarlet, red, and cream. And you've got green shoes or purple shoes. Oh, I'm in like, basketball. That, that, yeah, that hurts yeah. me. I'm like, ugh. Well, I'm like, I, would, I don't think I could allow that. I need some semblance on what, you know. That, that, that's probably why you don't have a lot of cohesion. Because no one wants to, you know, operate. Everybody wants to be their individual selves, yeah. so to speak. You know what I'm saying? That's what throws me off. I'm like. How, how you got green or lime lime shoes on with? What makes you stand red? out? That's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like we're we're coming in here together. We're we're unified group. We're unified front. You you're trying to use unified individuality. Yeah, or un ununified individuality. I don't like it. That's just, yeah. I, I don't know. Text line if I'm tripping. Let me know. Yeah, four zero two four six four five six eight five. Let me know if I'm tripping. I I just think it's. It's horrid. Yeah. Seattle Joe says off the text line, gray and red would look too much like Ohio State. There's a little bit of a fear in that, too. Yeah, certainly wouldn't want to wear Well, you want your program to look Ohio like State. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. The, you, you want your program to be on point like that right yeah. around now. Shoot. Uh, in other news, too, the uh, it was a, a big honor from the NBA today announced that the number six across all teams uh, will be retired in Bill Russell's honor. Um, and... Uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a great nod to an, an all-time great, um, the, the, the all-time greatest ring collector, that's for sure, in the sport of basketball. It just seems a bit odd to me. Now, you have current players that wear number six that are going to get grandfathered in. You know, you think of, uh, obviously, LeBron first and foremost, Kristaps Porzingis, Lou Williams. I mean, there's a couple guys, prominent guys, that have worn number six and have worn number six last year. Why do you not have to wear Why Why does it lock out others from wearing it? When you retire it? Why? I mean, that's, especially that's universal. That's the honor. I think that's supposed but, to be the honor. But if you're doing it universal, wh- I'm mad. Like, I'm you I'm mad like about it. that. Like, yo, bro, like, you didn't play with us. Like, right. that's how mad Why I get. Why do the Lakers have to retire a right. six on behalf of yeah, the Yeah, if I'm Eddie Jones, I'm, if I'm Eddie Jones, I'm mad. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm mad about that right now. Well, that's the other <laughs> weird part about it is that they didn't retire it after his career. They didn't retire it while he's alive. They waited till he passed away to give him the honor, so he d- doesn't know about it. But, I mean, there was a lot of time to do this, and over that time, you know, Eddie Jones, like you mentioned, God, I think Dr. J, didn't he wear number yeah, six? Yeah. I mean, there's like, a lot of guys like, that wore like, number six pretty prominently. Yeah. No, Big Chunky, he wore eight. No, not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you One. know I'm, Yeah! <laughs> you remembered. Oh, I didn't yeah. know if you would remember, but... Real quick, shout out to Big Frank and Kelsey, Mississippi Mud Dog. They don't. They said Streaky ain't tripping, so I just want to yeah. make sure. I, I thought I, I, you know, maybe I was, maybe I'm not hip, hip, hip with the times, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, nasty for me. Ooh, ooh, yeah, I cringe. You don't like anything that separates them from the team, would you say? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. That that's look. They've got they've got carte blanche in anything Adidas in that color. Wear it. A lot of choices, yeah. You got choices. Even if it's white, all white, white with some red, black with some red. Okay. I'm I mean, I, I can I can give a little diversity, but lime? Yeah. Or some green or what if it purple? Helps? What if it helps oh, in recruiting? We're n- <laughs> <laughs> right, what if it helps in recruiting? Let the look, young guys like it. Look look look, I'm gonna be honest. I understand what Mickey Joseph said about I recruit talent, 
And I'm not that good of a coach that I can't just do it without talent, right? Um, I, I understand that sentiment, but I also understand the sentiment of cohesion. I, I'm reminded of, of my days playing back for the Nebraska um, State All-Star team where there was a group of us talented guys. You had me, Andre Woolridge, Terrence Badgett, or Curtis Marshall, or, uh, you know, those guys that mm-hmm. can go get it. You know what I mean? Maybe athletic guys like Devin Rollins who could jump through the gym. You know, guys like that. And then we had your solid guys, your Jason Glocks and Chad Adias types and, you know, guys, uh, uh, you know, that were can shoot it, can play some D, but playing offense together in unison, we was locked in. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about we get to the basket, it's creation, boom, boom, we kick it out, it's, it's buckets. They do the same with us. It's moving that ball around, and those teams from Dallas and those teams from uh, L.A. or those teams from, you know, these high-potent, high-talented areas, we was giving them the business. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, would all, we, we dang near would always get to the final eight. So I say that to say I'm recruiting recruit, – if, if it was me, I'm recruiting culture. I'm recruiting guys that buy in and want to play in a unified front type of manner. I, I if, if you're going to be on – you can't win that way. If – if uh, what's that show? You are the weakest link. Oh, Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a weak link in your armor, a weak chink in your armor, or what they say, like the 300, you know what I mean, when you locked up in, in, in the uh, – what is it called? The um, – the phalanx, mm-hmm. if you have a weak link in that, it all breaks down. And I think that's been a problem, and it has to be addressed. That's just my my take. When it's interesting, I always think back to uh, Iowa destroyed Nebraska. If you remember last year in Iowa City, and I remember um, them kind of trailing off because Nebraska obviously had their problems throughout the year, especially rebounding. And they kind of asked Fran McCaffrey about some of the guys like Keegan Murray um, that weren't very highly regarded when they came. Um, but instead of, of – of, of doing what a lot of people do, which was kind of probably what we've seen here to too much of a degree under Tim miles. And now under Fred Hoiberg is go out and get the highest rated recruit athlete and hopefully develop him into a basketball player. Mm -hmm. Um, and Fran was kind of saying, you know, if I if I want a rebounder, I go find someone that rebounds, not someone that potentially has the frame that, that is right. going to be a great NBA player someday. No, a guy that's going to come in and rebound next yeah. year. If you if you want a pure point guard, go find a guy that that at the high school level sets up his teammates and and, and you know can dribble well, not potentially can be one of those guys someday, and with the right development, it, it's one of those guys now. Who's doing that? That's Fran McCaffrey. At Iowa. But who else is doing that? Um, Wisconsin. <laughs> Mac right up the street. Yeah, that too. Yeah, crazy. that's what Mac's For doing. Sure. Absolutely, Mac's recruiting culture. I mean, he's getting their guys are talented, but they're developing it. They're recruiting the culture, and that's the way. It's like when when Creighton shows up on the floor, you know what they're you know how they're gonna play. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. It's not, you're not like oh oh. It's like you know how they're gonna play. And it's built in and it's passed down, right? That's just the way I, I mean, that's just the way I see it. I mean, you know, some of y'all may not, I mean, people may think I'm crazy, but I, I, I still think, especially, and we've talked about this, yes, you've got one and done, but one and dones don't win championships. Not regularly, yes, 
this one-offs. Yeah. But mostly they don't win championships. With a lot of like friends, not just like one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. They don't. The ones that norm the ones that normally pass it down, and you've seen the success, Jay Wright and the groups, it's usually a pass down system. Yeah. You know, these guys come in, they stay the course, they develop, they grow with the team, and then boom, they pop one. You know what I'm saying? You see that right. at Michigan State. You see a lot of you know, you you see that. You see those types of developments. I think I, I, I hate to say it, but I think Creighton's on the verge. Oh yeah, I, I think they're I think they're knocking at the door with what they what they've been able to put together, and and I think they're knocking at the door. Yeah, and and I and I always have these like mixed feelings about this, and people can call me a Jayska or whatever, but I somewhat invited. I want Nebraska, the state, to rise in basketball mm-hmm. circles. So I want people to know when they see Creighton that that's that's in Omaha, that's a Nebraska, um, you know, basketball it's a product, product. Of Nebraska. right? Mm-hmm. And in Nebraska is almost synonymous, like you know, with like a you know, there's plenty of other teams out there. Is a football school. We know that. I was talking about a little bit earlier um, that you know over there at Kentucky, Mark Stoops was a little bit offended that uh, that his, his basketball uh, compadre there, John Calipari, called it a basketball school. Well, it is. It I, is. I, you know, Mark Stoops can <laughs> Unfortunately. win. You know, have ten win wins. Kansas is the same. As much as he wants. Yeah, it's it's a basketball school. Yeah. Nebraska is a football school, and obviously, um, you know, I guess I suppose the history behind Nebraska basketball doesn't help that. But it would be a long way fighting upward to catch up to what football's done. Um, so I don't know if that's going to change. But I just I like the idea of of, of a Nebraska team. If it's not Nebraska, I certainly would would want that first and foremost. But if, I don't care if it's UNL. I, I don't either. I, I want to see Omaha win. Yeah, win. I want to see these yeah. teams raise the profile of Nebraska basketball. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and it, it's, it, it, it'll be hard. I, I, I mean, I don't even know, again, the mixed feelings that you have if Creighton does it. But they're going to be a top 10 team this year. A lot of people, I even saw one metric on Twitter the other day saying they should be the number one team heading into, the, in, into basketball play this upcoming season. There, a lot of people are going to have them in their top five. I, I'm, I root for them. Outside of Husker Nation, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I do, I, I root for them because I, I feel the same. I have the same sentiments you have. I want, I, I, I love Nebraska AAU programs raising the bar. When they show up now, they people don't look at them the same way as like when we showed up. They people were looking at them like, oh, this is, and we go out and bust a, you know, uh, beep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but. I think it's the same sentiment I have is when I was watching them in the tournament, I was, I was, I was pulling for them, you know, because I, I do, I really want the outside of the, the animus I have for Nebraska taking these L's on the regular. It's just, yeah, that's the part that irks me to the core. I'm like, you, you know, when I went and talked to him, I had to have a real, you know, heart to heart about that. And I'm like, yo, y'all need to fix that. That's, yeah, that's, that's, uh, you know that don't sit well with Stricky. Now, especially when I'm back. I don't, you know, I, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even have words for that. That's how bad I feel about it. Well, and in you know, obviously Nebraska lost the the Bear Shireman uh, sweepstakes mm-hmm. to to Creighton. But but you you could see that, right? Why? Because he's he's watched it from afar, where he's trying to go. Their system fits what he is. Because I can either see him, and we talked about this, Bach. That's the awesome thing about what, what we've done on the block. We've actually talked about this. Mm-hmm. You could see him going to a Gonzaga. Oh, yeah. You could see him going to a Duke. 
you can see him going to a uh, a Connecticut or I mean uh uh Yukon, mm-hmm. right? Those type of teams, you could see it. You could see him going to a Kansas. I don't see him going to a Kentucky. I don't see him going to a North Carolina. I don't see, you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. you you know, it's just his 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 style and abilities. So for where he wanted to go and for what he saw and where he's trying to go to, I thought Creighton was the best fit, and I didn't think Nebraska had a chance. Well, yeah, and it certainly propelled them into that sphere that we're talking about, top five, top ten team heading into next year. And that was just, that's ultimately that's what's hard to compete with if you're Nebraska because if you – how do you – you know, NIL obviously is how you how you try to compete, but obviously you can't you walk into the room and say, "If we add you, we think I mean, we think we can go to the NIT, maybe even more." <laughs> and then, you know, Creighton saying we're co- competing for a Final championship four. with you, yeah. That's that's the mm-hmm. difference that you make there. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's sad. I hate to see, in especially you know, in state kids or kids with in state connections head that way. Um, but it's already there. So I guess the fear of, well, what if Creighton does take that step? Then you're not going to get any of your in-state players. Right. When's the last time Nebraska, one, paid enough attention to the metro area to grab those kids, or two, beat Creighton for those kids to begin with? I mean, I told you. I, I, I told you way back, and I still – I mean, I got love for Tim Miles. I, I do. And this is when I was really trying to coach. This mm-hmm. this is – and I, I told Tim, I said, Tim, I have access – to Patton, who was a local kid. Mm-hmm. I had access to Kyrie Thomas. I was very close and, and, and was having great discussions with Treshawn's dad. And all of them, in some form or fashion, helped to elevate those programs oh, yeah, to where great. they are right now and became pros. Oh, yeah. All of them became pros. I think all of them are G League pros, but two were drafted and played yeah. some time in the NBA. Patton, first rounder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I'm and 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 for some reason, I brought that to him, and you know, you know, he didn't want it. So I didn't have, you know, I didn't have a chance. I think I think the ten miles situation. I think that people maybe it was as sometimes when people would look at like a me situation. I think sometimes Bach, they you know, a coach like that may may think that I'm there to usurp them. Mm-hmm. And the ire of the uh, or the the relationship not ire but the relationship with the with the players would be gravitated to someone like me, you know what I mean? Right. Which then you lose that type, and and I think there's but but if if you've got somebody that's in your camp and that's rooting for you, you know that's that's advocating for you, you know that can be a a, a huge asset, and that's what I was trying to be at that time. I just wanted to be an asset, man. I wanted to really help the program to get back because I talked about it. Ty Webster doesn't come to Nebraska if if I'm not sitting next to him haphazardly before before a game. If we're not having a conversation with his dad, pops happens to ask me a question. What 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 about Nebraska? Because I don't I don't really want to send my son here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That 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 you know that changed the whole dynamic of him coming and not. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he I thought he had a good good career at Nebraska. Oh yeah, especially but, his senior year. Yeah. And his freshman year, he helped him get to the tournament. So that was yeah, he's cool. not he's not a Husker if, if we don't have that conversation. That's just honest. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, it's time for Uncle Kev to jump in. It's time for Thirsty Thursday with Kevin Meyer of Meyer's Cork and Bottle. We'll figure out what he brought along today and uh, let you know what you need to go grab from Meyer's Cork and Bottle. Maybe some patio pounders. Uh, maybe he's just some uh, nice, refreshing stuff for summer. Or who knows? Maybe he's getting ready for fall football. We'll see what, what Kev brings in next. It's Thirsty Thursday on on the block at 93.7 The Ticket.